Did you hit record? Yeah, it's oh. been recording all. <laughs> we can do a water pick advert. Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Dan. Here on Filling in the Gaps, we discuss puzzle games and puzzling movies, of which today we're going to talk about the movie Trance from 2013. This is a Danny Boyle film that I had missed out on. Me too. Danny Boyle has done movies like 28 Days Later, Slumdog Millionaire, and Train Spotting, all movies that I love, but has also done movies that I have not liked. Mm-hmm. I only watched The Beach once, but I did not like it when I watched it, and there are a number of others as well that I just... I have a real like-dislike going with Danny Boyle, and I'm I'm not really sure why some really work and some don't, but it definitely is the case for me. I don't think I've seen... I've seen The Beach once. That's got Leonardo DiCaprio in it, yeah? I've seen that years ago. I've seen Trainspotting, obviously. But other than that, I don't think I've seen anything else of his. You uh, saw it 28 Days Later. I'm oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20. Did, did he do the next one as well? I don't think so. I think he only did the first one. However, I do believe he's going to be doing 28 Months Later. Oh, okay. What's next, 28 Years Later? Maybe. Oh, this is going to be a big episode in India again, like our Talos Principle, because there's, there's an Indian movie called Trance. Trans. <laughs> well, thanks for the 30 seconds and a like, because that's <laughs> what typically happens. Okay. It's written by... I think Joe Ahern and John Hodge, mm-hmm. names I'm not overly familiar with. Reviews are fairly consistent on the aggregate sites. We've got Rotten Tomato critics at 69%, audience at 62%, IMDb at 69 Pretty much across the board, yep. Yeah. It's an hour and 41 minutes. A few actors you'll definitely recognize, James McAvoy, Rosario Dawson, and Vincent Cassell. I didn't recognize her at first. I was like, I know her. And I was like, ah, Clerks. <laughs> She's in Clerks, clerks too. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only thing I know her from, though. I doubt that, but we'll talk about that <laughs> later. Do you recommend Trance? Nope. Okay. <laughs> we may be of one mind then on this one. <laughs> I thought we were going to be very different. I thought you were going to love this. And I, I really liked maybe the first half of it the first time. Mm-hmm. I did watch it twice this week. And the thing was... Even watching it through the first time, I had the feeling that this wouldn't really hold up to a second watch, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I'll take it back. I'll say, yeah, but don't expect too much from it. If you want to see, it's like a popcorny movie that's just like, it is what it is, but don't expect anything too deep. It's not, it's not going to blow your mind. It's not going to be like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. And I would also say, don't think about it too much because I think it starts to get a bit flimsy. Yeah. And I don't think that it does what it's trying to do. Yeah, but that I, I, I really thought... comes right at the end. So I can't yeah. really talk about it now. That would yeah. be huge spoilers. It is the kind of movie where you're not really sure what's happening because of the way they've set it up. Mm-hmm. I think I can say, if not, I'll cut it later. Mm-hmm. It deals with hypnosis. Yeah. And thus, we are not totally sure what is real. Yeah, I, I feel like, I was going to say it right now, is the, the reason that I didn't like it is because I felt like they had this great opportunity to do something amazing with this film, and they totally dropped the ball, man. Yeah. I think if you want that kind of movie, I think you're much better off to watch Inception. Yep. Which is why I've heard this movie compared to it. And it's like, this is nothing like Inception. No. Nothing like Inception. Or Oculus, which is the horror version of this. Okay. This, yeah, it just doesn't quite work for me. I think part of it, though, is... Okay, again, I can't get into it. I'll get into that right when we get yeah. into the spoiler yeah. section, though. But there is a 
big reason why I didn't. Some of the performances are okay. McAvoy's great. Yeah, he's great. She's <laughs> she's awesome in this as well. She's really good. Um, and I think this was maybe sort of practice for him going into Split later. I think right, he did okay, Split about yeah. three years after this. So I yeah, I can't fault it. I think 6.9 is probably a good score. I'd probably give it lower, mm-hmm. honestly. But it's kind of just below what a good movie would be. And that's kind of the way I feel about the movie. There are a lot of interesting shots, but there are also some shots that are way trying too hard to be interesting and thus get a bit in the way of the storytelling. And the storytelling is one of the aspects I feel is weakest, especially when it comes to characters, character motivation, and the interpersonal relationships with a lot of the characters, which is, again, probably what we'll get into. I'm not sure that I'd recommend it. I'd recommend going to something else. If you want to watch it just because you want to make sure you've seen every Danny Boyle film Mm -hmm. or every McAvoy film or something like that, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. It's not awful. No, it's not terrible, but it's not the kind of thing you'd be like, oh man, have you seen Trance? you got to watch that. I I would never say that. And I also just feel that a lot of people, based on some of the reviews I saw on Rotten Tomatoes, everybody kind of feels the same way that, that you said. It came so close and you can see its potential. And that's a big downfall, actually, because you almost hate the movie for wasting the potential that it set up. Exactly. And by the end of it, I, I felt a bit resentment towards it because it's like, man, it's a, well, you've already said it's a movie about hypnosis. You can literally do anything and you could layer that so well. It could be an Inception type movie. And I was waiting for it to be that and it just doesn't come. Yeah. Another comment I saw a lot was it's not quite as deep as it intends to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably true as well. But with that, I think let's go ahead and get into it. So if you want to go check it out, if you don't want spoilers, go away. <laughs> For the rest of you, if you don't care about the spoilers or if you've already seen it, come with us. Mm-hmm. We're about to head into the spoiler section. Okay, so the movie opens with Simon, which is McAvoy. Mm-hmm. In an empty auction house, he tells about this painting where Rembrandt is in the painting himself. And then I was like, I know that scene. That's the that's the painting from Procession to Calvary. And it's like, yeah, it is exactly that bit. You know when you go across the ocean to the next level, it's like, yeah, that's the one. He talks about there being no way to actually see it, though, because the painting's been stolen. Shame about that. Talks about how to get a painting stolen in the past you just needed to be bold and walk in and I like this part this was really good it's just like yeah the old style heist is like yeah you just walked in punched someone in the face and took it now everyone and the way he talks about it so disdainfully as well it's like now everyone's got plans and 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 this nonsense (laughs) you know I I, I I love this opening that's real Danny Boyle style train spotting stuff for me right now like choose life you know stuff like that I like I like this And then talks about the steps of the process, the policy, if something does happen. And I like being run through these steps. Mm -hmm. And I actually like how the heist happens and you see them preventing all of the fail-safes that he explained. The one of them is pretty stupid, but let's get to that in a minute. Mm -hmm. The important quote here, though, is, Do not be a hero. No piece of art is worth a human life. This is what he is told by his employer. Yeah, they have insurance. But I think that this is one of the, if we attribute it, like a message of the movie Mm -hmm. as well. Because a lot of, we're in the spoiler section, a lot of lives are ruined because of a painting. Yeah. So it's almost irony. To some people it is worth a human life 
multiple mm-hmm. even. What he is supposed to do is, if there's a robbery, take the most valuable item, which is going to be the painting here, and put it in this fast drop slot in a time-delayed vault, and that's the best as you can do. Mm-hmm. So we watch at the heist as it begins. The painting is Goya's Witches in the Air. And the auctioneer talks about De Goya as the father of modern art and the first great painter of the human mind. I <laughs> I know a little bit about art, but that's beyond me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've seen you've definitely seen other stuff that he's done. I'm sure I have in <laughs> for last thing yeah, especially yeah, Calvary yeah. if nowhere else there's uh, everything in there no a lot of the paintings in this movie did look familiar mm-hmm. but I haven't looked at them and thought about them enough or specifically De Goya to really mm. get into that so I'm like oh okay but I think that the fact I think they throw that in here as a bit of dialogue to reference that this painting is important to the mind since the whole movie is going to be based around minds and abstracting the minds that kind of thing i do like how the guy comes in he gasses the room and then he takes off the mask and gasses himself mm-hmm. that that was quite good i love that they take that little pink car and block the van full of ukrainian ex-soldiers or whatever yeah, yeah. but come on yeah they're all sitting in the back <laughs> they didn't have somebody sitting in the front in case something like this would happen, or to warn in case something like this would happen, that part's pretty stupid. That part is dumb. It's it's. He just puts his head out of that tiny window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so can can you just like climb into the driver's seat from the back? Is that not a thing in that in that truck? It might not be if it's yeah. meant to be like an armored truck or even like a delivery truck. If it's been walled off, sure, it sure. might not be. Yeah. But yeah, that bit was... Maybe it's intentionally comical. I uh, think that's the I mean, point. The pink car is the icing on the cake, isn't it? It's kind of dumb, but yeah. Yeah, if they came in with a giant garbage truck and blocked it, it wouldn't be. But maybe that's also the point is it was so quiet because it was that little smart car. Yeah. <laughs> that is probably the only part that really made me laugh in the movie. I think there are other oh, things that are meant to be. I laughed so no, hard but at one point. <laughs> laughed with or laughed at? At. Okay, but I think that's the only <laughs> yeah. intentional time. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> the movie's intention to make me laugh that functioned because I think others are meant to, and it just doesn't. Yeah, I just just a spoiler here as well. No, we're in the we're yeah. in spoiler territory. Um, how can I put this? Um, personal grooming is a plot point <laughs> in this film. Well, it's, and a I ma- it's a major plot point. We're going to get to that I, though. I, I, Hold I, off on that because we're going to get to that. That's, yeah, I know. That's yeah, I'm just saying now. That, that's where I like. I. I Burst out laughing at this point, man. It was the funniest thing I've seen in weeks. Okay. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll have to we get to that. <laughs> We've got lots to go before yeah, we that. Got, we've got tons to get through. Frank comes in with a shotgun, so this is Vincent Cassell. He's sort of the head of the thug group. Of course he is. He's Vincent Cassell. He's a bad guy and everything. <laughs> he has a shotgun. He tries to get the art piece. Simon zaps him with the guard's weapon. Simon gets hit by Frank. By the way, they spell Frank F-R-A-N-C-K. <laughs> Maybe in France, that's how they spell it. Perhaps. He calls him an idiot on his way out. You get the impression even from here that he knows Simon. Mm-hmm. Simon is after that in the hospital. We see the other guys get into their car. I guess head back to the headquarters and find that they have the empty frame. Yeah. There's a lot of intersplicing of different scenes throughout this whole movie. So there are times where I'll probably just talk about one section and then the other section. Mm -hmm. There's a weird scene 
with Simon. Well, there's a montage of obviously the boss likes Simon and he's getting pictures with him. Mm. And we're going to find out later that Simon was considered a hero. It was reported in the news, even though he didn't quote unquote save the painting. No. In fact, he probably did it damage, but we'll get into that. <laughs> but yeah, there's a whole montage of those kind of things, them trying to fix his head trauma. And then when we get out of the montage, it is rounds with medical interns. The doctor comes up, says, how are you feeling? Walking around? Good. How about leaving today? Good. And then just walks away. I think it was meant to be funny. It fell flat for me. Mm. And that was not a good setup for the rest of the movie. It's probably <laughs> just a, a good bit of comedy for the, the NHS. That's all. Like, oh, can you semi-walk again? Right now, get out. We, we need this bed. At Simon's home, Simon finds what we assume is his car broken in. We don't know for sure. But that's... Good, quick storytelling. He looks at the car. We can assume it's his, especially when we get into his home and it's just been totally ransacked and destroyed. Yeah. He finds a book with a page missing. This is going to come into play later. Lots of, I don't know, Easter eggs, but a lot of foreshadowing, I guess, would mm-hmm. be the way to put it here. Frank and his friends take Simon to a construction area and torture him. Simon doesn't remember what's going on. Frank goes to the doctor who says, medically, there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. But it's implied that he suggested hypnosis or therapy of some kind. So Frank, it's a really stupid scene, though. He puts, like, a tablet down in front and says, Here, hypnotists or something. Choose one. Choose one. And so Simon says, I'll choose her. And <laughs> and Frank goes, Why her? And Simon goes, I like the name. Mm-hmm. It's just so stupid, though. Why would you do that? Why would you just say, choose one? Why would you, if you don't trust him, give him the one he chooses? <laughs> I think it should have been more like... This one. <laughs> hey, yeah, you're going to this one. Or he chooses one, you go, nope, you're going to her. You don't get that guy. Mm. <laughs> it's just so obvious that there's going to be a connection there. Or yeah. that this is going to be more important. We get our montage of Elizabeth helping people with hypnosis. And then Simon goes in. He's going to be wearing a wire. And he's going to have an assumed name. They are going to wake him up with a cell phone in his pocket if he starts talking too much. Mm -hmm. He goes in. His name is called. He takes a long time to respond because it's not his real name. And then there's an obvious recognition here. They played this too hard Mm -hmm. at this point. And I don't like that. I think this was too much foreshadowing. I think they could have cut this differently where we wouldn't see that. Where we would just see him going into the office. And then later when you reveal they have a history of some sort, that's when you show that scene of him walking up. Mm. Because now I'm already suspicious there's something weird going on. Yeah. If the weird tablet thing wasn't enough, now I definitely know there's something weird going on. Mm -hmm. Maybe they didn't want it to be that much of a twist, but that's all this movie is. You may as well have. He goes in, he says he's looking for his car keys. He's got bandages all over his fingers, so obviously something's wrong. Yeah. She could see the wire sticking out of his shirt. Yeah. Everything about this was stupid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I want to give her credit for being clever, but this is pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah. She gets him to find his car keys, kept talking about car keys, and that's exactly what he ends up finding are the car keys, Mm -hmm. which are actually, I think, the car keys that are more important for later. Yeah. So even though we think it's nothing, it actually is something. Mm-hmm. And Frank also thinks it's something. He says, look, she got his real name in 30 seconds. She did this. 
we need to bring her in. Mm. So we need her to be part of this so that we can, well. No, she kind of busts in on it. Kind of. He makes Simon go in. And Simon's like, well, am I going to say I lost my keys again? Yeah. How am I going to keep doing that? She's aware. Yeah. She looks up a bunch of information on the internet. She's reading the articles again where he's the hero. And so as he goes in for his next treatment. Yeah, and that's a dumb scene as well because that's purposely misleading you. She would not do that. She would know everything. She planned everything. She's also crying at the end, which feels out of character given what we know later. Yeah. And so that, that whole scene is like intentionally put there and then it's taken away at the end. It's like that, that scene doesn't belong in this film at all. Just cut it out because all you're doing is shooting your, your own self in the foot by putting this in there because she knows, she, Told him to steal the painting. So it's like, why is she looking up and looking all, oh my gosh, is that what happened to this what, poor man? What if, let me fill in the gap here and giving them more credit than they probably deserve. Yeah. What if her looking that up wasn't now, but was the day it happened? Sure. Why not? Yeah. That, that would make sense. The tears still don't work for me. Nope. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Okay. I'm glad in a way that we're, we're in sync on that one. Yeah. Cause I, I came into this. This morning when I woke up, I was like, man, I really didn't like trans. I bet you Justin's going to really like it. And I'm going to have to fight with him about this. <laughs> it's like, nope. I also suspected you were going to like this. Yeah. And, but I, I mean, that's sadly more often the scenario where I'm the grumpy <laughs> one and you seem to like it. I, I kind of like this scene though of her doing the cards with yeah. the, the recorded session. She's planned everything in advance. Yeah. She's like putting on a fake thing. She's basically doing the whole hostage situation. Like, are you in danger? Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's exactly at this point. It might have actually been at the first one. But as soon as I knew hypnosis was part of this. Okay. Yeah. We're in the spoiler section, right? So I wasn't exactly sure what was going to happen. I wasn't sure what was going on. And even once we start getting into the hypnosis, then it, it becomes even more interesting. Mm-hmm. But. I had one of those thoughts of, wouldn't it be interesting if she set this whole up, this thing up from the beginning? And that was, that was part of the reason I couldn't enjoy the movie is because as it started to become obvious that's what happened, I became less and less interested in what was going on. It's exactly what I've written down here, man. By that second one, you're like, you would never do that. Why is she doing this? Basically, she does the whole hostage thing and then she blows it by shouting into the, uh, the wire that he's wearing. I won't let you hurt him. And it's like, Dude, you just blew the whole movie for me. I know you're involved in this. Here's the thing. I wrote down here, long story short, very predictable film, but I was at least intrigued enough to watch the whole thing to see if I was correct. But I spent the whole movie pretty much 95% sure of what was going to happen. And I'm not good at predicting films. I'm not good at predicting films. I love to just watch films and go for the ride, but I couldn't for this one because it was so obvious, man. Okay, you now hit my territory with quite a lot of movies and why... I struggle to enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. But that was it. And so it's like, all right, well, let's just see how they tell it because I know what's going to happen. I just hope it's interesting enough to spend the next hour and 20 minutes to see if they pull it off and they don't. Yeah. So we're going to get into a drink. I guess they go to an empty restaurant where the crew is all eating off to the side Mm -hmm. and then Elizabeth and Frank have a conversation Elizabeth says she needs to be part of the gang for Simon to take her seriously, which makes zero sense to me. And I can't 
understand why Frank would buy into that. Or why a hypnotherapist would put herself in grave danger over, you know, some serious money and some serious gangsters. Yeah. Why wouldn't she just call the police or take him in? Which is probably another huge indicator of she's she's up to something. Yeah, Yeah, she's in on it. I mean, what my prediction was is her and Frank are trying to escape with the painting. Basically, I had a whole other scenario in my head, and I was thinking, wouldn't it be really interesting if this happened? They were all under hypnosis, and it was all these layers of stuff, and what's real, what's not real, and blah, 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 blah. And then they get away at the end. But they took this weird tangent of James McAvoy being an abuser and just this awful character. I just didn't like him. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. I also had those thoughts, and I kept trying to talk myself out of right. what I had already <laughs> thought. Went, what's hypnosis? Anything could happen. Who knows what all mm. pieces are going on here? And what if she's also hypnotized and there's somebody else even right. running it? Or what if, if we find out people aren't who we think they are? There are many things that could have played out here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just don't quite get it. It's as much as I complain about wanting more straightforward movies, this is not a straightforward movie, but it is. It's meant to be full of twists and turns, but it's all the wrong ones. Yeah, when when we're already suspected, we already pretty much know what the ending is. I mean, James McAvoy is a murderer, you know, like he's a psychopath. Well, but is he? So I I do kind of want to get into that, but as as we go through a bit more, we're going to get a hypnosis thing where I think everybody else is watching. Mm -hmm. The whole group is there. Simon is in his home. He gets a package. He's relaxed, but he tears his fingers bloody trying to get the memory and he can't quite get it. Yeah. Once he's out of the trance, he looks at his hands. His hands are still bandaged. They're still normal, which I think is a good storytelling bit of saying that he's not sure what's real mm-hmm. when he comes out of these, or maybe at all. She's also made the reference to the fact that he goes in and out of trances easily, which kind of an indicator that he's done this before, mm-hmm. because he says even he wasn't sure if he's done it in a weird way. Like He has this sort of conflict of what he knows and what his subconscious or what his hidden memories know. And a lot of times he's not really sure how to answer things like that. And I do think that that part worked pretty well, mm-hmm. yep. given the situation. Also, she says only 5% of the world's population are being able to put under this deep hypnosis and like the suggestion. And you try to tell me that three of the guys on the team are part of that 5%? <laughs> That's some good odds. <laughs> wow. After that, Simon is going to storm off. Elizabeth follows him to the roof. Simon admits to his gambling habit, and he says that's how he got suckered into this. Mm -hmm. He owed too much money. He was never going to make it. Frank paid his debts, so he owes Frank this painting because he owes all the debts that Frank paid off. Mm -hmm. We even got a bit of the gambling when he was doing online poker, I think, waiting for the auction to start. And losing. He's He's not a good gambler. That that works fairly well. Elizabeth's is just talking to the other people in the group about, you know, Simon's not there. It says, Simon won't remember because he fears being killed by one of them if the painting is found. Yeah. She says they must prove that they are also vulnerable to fear. So, yes, uh, Nate is going to show his fear of being buried alive when Simon says, strawberry. I don't like when they use such common words. Mm. It feels like it should be a word that's really unusual. Yeah. Like, hey, would you, would you like some strawberry ice cream? What? <laughs> but apparently it has to be Simon that says it. She implies that that's part of the process. 
Simon seems to take joy in that, but I don't know if it's he likes the power, if he likes the torture, or if it's just perhaps revenge for the torture that Nate did to him. Mm -hmm. Probably. All of those could work and are believable. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that, but like you said, the odds are a little high here if we're going with that 5%. Yeah, because it's him... It would be one out of the five. <laughs> it's him, the guy, and Vincent as well. Like, oh, Sorry, what's his name? Frank. Yeah. Yeah, they're so that's, all... That's like 60%. That's high odds, man. That's high odds. <laughs> all in the same room together. In Elizabeth's apartment, Frank is there waiting for her. He's reading a book about hypnosis. This is where I think they talk about the 5%. Mm -hmm. She says, with the right person and enough time... I can make them not do anything, but I can make them want to do anything. Right. Because that's a big part of what hypnotists talk about is they can't make people do things they wouldn't want to do. Right. So she's saying, well, I can make them want to do it, and then I could probably make them do anything. Mm. Which is a kind of cool plot point of some of the older movies about hypnosis. I think we've talked about this before. I, don't, I still don't think you've seen it. Manchurian Candidate. I, don't I haven't know. seen it yet. No. There's a, I don't know. I think they remade it as well. But the original one, the, hypnosis is the main plot point of that. And it's all about hypnosis inspired hitmen for the CIA and stuff like that. It's interesting. But that's the whole point of like, can you make someone do something that they normally wouldn't do? Like commit murder. But yeah, interesting. We get another trance. We're in a car in the countryside driving with a French girl who we're going to see later. Mm -hmm. I think Nate is tied up. Just by the side of the road. Yeah. There's a huge field of sunflowers. They go to a room of stolen and lost paintings. There's a memory on a tablet, which again we are going to see later, mm -hmm. which I disagree with, but we'll get to <laughs> then. The memory of the day of the painting being stolen. He cut it out. So part of the painting is now lost because he cut the frame he cut the painting right out of the frame using a razor dropped it hid it in his coat so that nobody could see and then he was stumbling out when he got hit by a car mm -hmm. and so either from frank hitting him or from getting hit by the car it semi unlocked his memories and he was convinced that the woman driving the car who was the one we just saw earlier is elizabeth and he starts saying to her things even here of, you made me forget you. Why did you do that? Mm. Don't leave. And then when he comes out of the trance, he tries to attack Elizabeth. Yeah. She says to Frank, I believe, that his mind is coming back together, but any missing piece he's starting to fill with her. He's now obsessed with her. Yeah. And she says, this is transference and this is normal. Mm. However, it's not because <laughs> we know they have that history now from having watched it. Yeah. I think they put him in an MRI machine and she tells Simon, every time you think of this picture, which is me, yeah. which is the picture she used, we know later, as part of her hypnosis on him. Every time you think about this picture, you're going to get an electric shock and they're going to get more and more severe. And he's just shocking himself over <laughs> and over and over again. And again, this is where she says he's obsessed with me. But maybe I can use that to our advantage. <laughs> okay. Yep. Red flags. Yeah, even Frank seems suspicious of this, but he really wants that painting. Yeah. So he he seems to be willing to let her have sex with Simon if it's going to get him a painting. <laughs> On a date, Elizabeth seems fearful of the restaurant for no apparent reason, so clearly there's some history here. Frank places a bug that we're not sure where the bug is. Is it in the restaurant? Is it in her apartment? We don't really know that until later. Yeah. I think they could have been a bit more clear <laughs> here because I thought it was in the restaurant. Oh, right. I thought he'd gone in after hours and gotten this ready. But 
No, I don't believe that's the case. And honestly, the bug plays very little role. It's pretty unnecessary. (laughs) Simon is confused. He thinks he's been here. He thinks he's seen the waiter before. Mm -hmm. He has. Has he, though? Okay. Here's the thing. I think that waiter would remember. If this was the same waiter that he had... Oh, no, I think this is a memory, though. This is, uh, like, the second time when, when they're going there, that's all... I think he's in hypnosis at that point. I don't think that's the real restaurant. I think he's just... Then mm. why do we see Elizabeth and see her reaction to the restaurant? Because it's a dumb film, man. Okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's the old, that's, the, that's it. That, that is a, hypno, a hypnosis session. So it's okay. like, yeah. But, I mean, I guess he would remember her reaction from the original restaurant anyway so maybe that's why she looks shocked maybe but but we're not getting it from his point of view yeah it's yeah we're looking down on her from above it it doesn't make any sense no elizabeth tells frank that simon is jealous of frank and then this leads to frank and elizabeth having sex at his place of course it does because i was convinced from the very start like you thought they were together yeah nate walks into frank's place and sees so Nate goes back and wakes up Simon. I know, why would you tell Simon anyway? It's not like he's part of the crew, really. No one likes Simon, and they all want Simon dead anyway. Why would you go, oh, Simon, guess what? Your girlfriend's having sex with the, the boss. That wouldn't happen. I really have no idea. <laughs> Elizabeth is going to find the revolver in Frank's nightstand. Frank asks if she is single. She says, are you going to ask me that now? <laughs> he said, yeah, I'm asking. She takes a swim in his tiny pool in his apartment and then goes to leave and then naked and i guess vulnerable he asks her if in a weird way like if she wants to see him again Mm -hmm. and she seems okay with that but i got nothing here like i think this is meant to feel romantic or sexy in some way but is it really okay well i think it is based on the ending and it doesn't work for me at all in any way so i just don't I don't know. I, I feel like this failed to do what it was trying to do. Yeah. I think th- this is the problem. This is, this is, this is, we keep making these faces as we're talking. You can't see our faces, but it's like, we've got these confused looks on our face. Like, why did they do this? And that's, that is the problem. I can watch a, a weird film and I'll be like, all right. And I just let it wash over me. But, but, but with this, it's like, it is fairly straightforward, but it's such an odd choice. Like, why? Why would you do that? And when, when I, when even I, you know, smooth brain Darren think that, it's like, there's definitely something wrong. If I'm picking up on these weird things, then there's definitely something off with the film. We see Elizabeth helping out a bruised woman through therapy, which is pointless. We've already been told, like she's already told Frank that she was in an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. We don't need further proof of that. So I'm not sure what point this plays, except for that, Fill to out, reinforce it. Filling out the time. <laughs> in Elizabeth's home, Simon bursts in right after her, before she can shut the door, asks about sex with Frank. She says that Simon wouldn't touch her until now that he needs this fantasy about Frank, which isn't a fantasy, it's mm-hmm. reality. All right, here's where it happened. For zero reason given thus far in the movie, she goes in and shaves for Simon. I know what you need. And this she- is where I find... It's the way he delivers the line, man. He's like, how did you know? It's like he was like this this guy getting something for his Christmas. Like, he was like desperate to get all year. I don't know. It was the delivery of that line, the ridiculousness of it. I, it blew my mind. I, I nearly spat my, my drink all over the place. This has meaning. It does. But... But it's, it's so dumb. It's pretty... Yeah, it's weak, but also... We don't know that yet. So the fact that she would know that, he says, how did you know? Well, you told me. 
So we can either fill in the gap and assume that she was told during one of his uh, therapy sessions. Yeah. Or we know that there's a connection again. Yeah. And there's just no need for this. It just doesn't really work and it seems forced. It's so forced. <laughs> it's, it's so... It's like, can we just get some full frontal immunity in this? Yeah. How? How can we just shoehorn that in there? Yeah. It has to be important to the plot and that's how we do it. Possibly. I mean, if you want to go from movie making reason, that's probably about as solid as you can get. It just doesn't work for me. I think just the motivation for this is so weak and unnecessary. Why would she want to give him the satisfaction? I know. She hates him. This is the thing. It's or, like, or does, or does she? she? So, yeah. I, again, but that, again, I don't think so the movie's kind of that deep. You know, it's like the movie's proving itself over and over again that it's not that deep. So, I can't even give them the benefit of that doubt. Like, or is she? Because I no, think I, I don't will think so. just because otherwise I'm really, <laughs> it's going to make me even more miserable. But yeah. let's do that at the end. Because yeah. that's where that really comes out, or at least towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank is listening in all night, so this is where the bug comes into play. Mm-hmm. He invites Simon to talk. The gang is all together at breakfast. I think there's only four plates. I think that's what they keep trying to imply, but the camera moves so quickly and we see it so... <laughs> it's just such a short time that I'm not sure if there's only four plates, but it could also just be in his mind. But he's got this whole idea that they're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Whereas Frank keeps denying it, but I don't know who to trust at that point. To be honest, I trust Frank. Frank's actually the good guy in this. <laughs> That's, I think, what they're going for, but I still don't trust him. Everything about him seems shady anyway. Yeah, he's a gangster, but as I, he's the most trustworthy out of all of them. I could probably give you that, honestly, <laughs> yeah. But it's pretty low bar set. It's a low bar, yeah. Simon is going to call Elizabeth. She guides him to a gun. No, the lower drawer. So we know that this must be a hypnosis one. Mm-hmm. Because how would she know that otherwise? She's yeah. just talking on the phone. Simon says he remembers where the painting is and will tell her it's in... Red Alfa Romero. Simon shoots them all, including Frank, who gets back up and starts talking with only half a head. Mm -hmm. So if we weren't sure it was hypnosis, we now know this is a trance. Yeah, because it kind of makes sense as well why Simon is such a crack shot. He shoots three people judging by their shadows through this screen, dead in one shot, one shot, one kill kind of thing. It's like, oh, I didn't realize Simon was in the SAS. And Frank warns that Elizabeth has been using Simon from the beginning. Does he know? Does he just suspect? Or is this Simon's subconscious telling him that? Mm. Simon wakes. He finds the gun. Elizabeth is leaving in the elevator. But Frank in the apartment takes the gun. It's empty. He Mm. proves that by trying to shoot Simon and says, this is how much she cares about you. Nate brings Elizabeth back upstairs. Simon says that he'll lead them to the painting. Frank and Simon are about to leave leaving the other three there, and Nate is not a great guy. He's going to attempt to do something really awful, but he's going to be stopped by Simon, who uses a fire extinguisher to incapacitate Frank. He's going to... You've forgotten the bullets part, though, because... Yeah, I knew as soon as she kissed him, I knew there were bullets in there. You see her put something in her mouth as well. It's it's not like they're... It's inconspicuous. She like puts her hand up. She puts something in her mouth and then she kisses him. It's like, well, what is that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's three bullets. This is how much she cares about me. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to take out the other guys. And then Simon tells her, you knew. She stops him from shooting Frank. Why? Because she loves him? I guess so. See, that's the thing. It's like, I think that they're going for that, but it doesn't work at all for me. Mm-hmm. And so 
that all falls flat, and especially with what we get at the end. They get in the car. Frank is zip-tied to the steering wheel. Mm. And now she tells Simon the whole history. We used to date, but you got obsessed with me. You know, it was after you started a session. We had an affair that we shouldn't have had because I was your therapist. The relationship turns violent when he gets too jealous. There's the whole scene about hair and painting as a sign of biology, but hairless is perfection. So this is the meaning they're trying to give back to the earlier scene. You know, scene in the restaurant. She would do anything for him except deal with his real issues. Mm -hmm. To make him forget and to move on, she uses the hypnosis. I'm shocked that he would keep going. Oh, I mean, he's uh, he's obsessed with her. So, I mean, I, I get that part. Like, he's, he, is that the only way that he can actually get to see her? There is that waiter at the restaurant. He says, oh, you want to look at him? Well, now look at him. Mm. And that's why that other scene didn't quite work for me because I thought that if it's the same waiter, he would definitely remember <laughs> yeah. that encounter. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's those two together <laughs> again. You might forget one of them, but he's not going to forget mm. both of them. He is let in to apologize, but he slaps her and chokes her. And this is where she has said before that she just moved on. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way to really be. You don't want vengeance. So yeah. you have to move on. But did she? Like, I feel like she never did. Because obviously she was setting this up. But the real problem is, like, Simon got hit by a car. And he saw the driver as Elizabeth. But how did Elizabeth know any of that part? Because she wasn't actually there for that part. No. Yet she seemed to know he got hit by a car. She seemed to understand that even before when we were getting that scene where it was mixing the the woman who it actually was with Elizabeth. Yeah. So I don't know if they're trying to say that she gathered the information from that part. I, I, I'm just not quite sure how that's supposed to play out. No. But if she knows about the car and him getting hit, why is she surprised by the body later? That part doesn't make any sense to me. I, I just kept thinking about this all last night. None of this part makes any sense. And none of what she says is trustworthy. Mm -hmm. I think that, like you, it's not that deep, but I'm trying to make it deeper. Mm -hmm. And that, that very well could be. I could be filling in the gaps here. But I think we are meant to believe that part of the story. That he was obsessed with her. Yeah. That they did date. That she did use hypnosis to get rid of him. Yeah. But she also used hypnosis to make him want to steal a painting for her. Yeah. It's like, this is payback. Which doesn't really work for me. It doesn't make any sense. She's a professional hypnotherapist who's good at her job and has went to university and studied for this. She's not an art thief. What's going on? It's totally unbelievable. We're also told right at the very end that this painting means so much to her, but why? We yeah. have no reason to understand why this means so much to her. And she says that the painting is payment for what he did to her. So you stole it from someone else? Like, get out. And there's so much other bad, bad things that happen, including death. Death, yeah. For the payback he owed to you. Yeah. The punishment doesn't seem to fit the crime mm. here. Violence against a partner is not good, but hypnotizing someone to completely have no memory or false memories is also very, very bad. Yeah. And to commit a crime and to have people murdered in the process for your little bit of revenge pay slash payback, get out. Get out of here. <laughs> but it makes me question everything. Can we even believe her story here or is that 
something she's also implanted into his head. Does she have multiple layers she's put in? Has she been doing this to him from the beginning? Maybe she found out about his job and thought she could use that for him later. It makes her a bit more of a mastermind than she really is. And also, how could she be such a mastermind when there are just so many flaws to the plan? Mm -hmm. So many things that could have gone wrong and clearly did. I think she was just meant to get the painting directly and then be done. Mm -hmm. But then she's had to incorporate all of this Frank and Nate and all the other guys' stuff, which doesn't seem to fit. And then we're going to get our action scene, <laughs> which makes even less sense and is just so... It's just such an incoherent mess. So they're going to arrive. Frank gives her the keys with what I think is meant to be a loving touch, but again, doesn't work for me. She opens up the trunk. Yes, the painting is there, but so is the dead body, which she seems shocked by. I would be shocked. It's covered in maggots and flies and is gross. I wonder if she's shocked by the fact that she didn't realize Simon was capable of this. I was. Like, <laughs> I was shocked by it. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. The, the, the whole, the whole, like, he's an abuser thing and he's the, an evil guy didn't just... I'd lost, I completely lost the plot by this point. It feels a bit forced to me. It seemed to come out of nowhere. Like, I'm a raging madman now. Mm, okay. We had one scene where he got cut off by a scooter and yelled at them, but that was about the only angry time we've seen. I would have this yelled at them time. as well. <laughs> Doesn't mean to say I would murder someone. The whole gambling thing, was that even real at all? Maybe it was. She said she made him continue to be a gambler. Yes. So that he would rack up the debt and need to do this heist. It's just so, it's just so convoluted, weird, and choices I just don't understand. And then this action scene as well. She runs away, gets a truck. Simon covers the car in petrol, even covers Frank in petrol. Yes. He lights a trail of petrol by firing the gun. Mm -hmm. Mythbusters have completely blew that out of the water. That would never happen. <laughs> also fires seven more shots without reloading. So this is apparently... Did you count? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it was too many. I was like, this, did he reload? Like, that's way too many shots. I didn't, I didn't count them. I think there might be seven shot revolvers. Eight is probably too many, yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that when they opened up the barrel to see that it was empty, pretty sure it was only six. Mm -hmm. So definitely too many. Frank doesn't catch on fire. Nope. He's able to get the car to move, but there are about four times he should have been on fire. Yeah. Especially given that he's covered in flammable <laughs> liquid. Covered in petrol and, yeah, okay, the outside of the car is on fire. Fair enough, but then the there are times when the door come, opens. Yeah, and the flames are coming up through the, the bottom of the car as well at some point. Yeah, it's kind of daft. She's going to both kill Simon and save Frank in one move of ramming Simon into the car. Just before she does, though, he remembers the text, bring it to me. Mm -hmm. He says, bring it to me. We don't know what it means at this point, not the first time through. She crashes in. Frank seems unclear as to whether he's escaping the car or he's escaping, like, just getting his head out of the pool in his apartment. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's him. I mean, no, no, that, that, I think they make that pretty clear. It's like the, the scene ends... And then he's in the water, and then I think that's him remembering the incident, maybe? Or is it another hypnosis? But again, again, I don't think the movie's clever enough to, for, for it to be this layer of hypnosis, so I'm, I'm not going to fill in anything for them. See, I thought it was, and I thought that Frank must have been under hypnosis at times. 
I thought they would have all been under hypnosis at some point. The movie could have been this really amazing layered movie of all crazy stuff going on, but it just never got that. But yeah, so he rams him into the water. So instead of burning to death, he almost drowns to death, but he gets out. Yeah, and then he gets a a package, which is the tablet that we've seen in the memories and the trances that Simon did, Mm -hmm. where here's our exposition. I was behind it the whole time. I'm Moriarty. (laughs) You probably want me to give the painting back, but I'm not going to do that. After all I've done to get it and how much it means to me, like again, why does it mean anything to you? Is it mean this much to you just because you went through this whole thing to get it? I don't understand. And then comes like the worst part of the movie. Many things I didn't like already, but here, oh, if you want to forget, just press this button and I'll guide you through it. Mm. And he debates whether or not to do it. Guess because he has feelings. I think that they're meant to have this vague, will they, won't they, but I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. This is a nothing love story. This was a one night stand that has no emotion to it at all. Yeah, it would make more sense if the movie had actually been her... That's why I said at the start, it's like her and Frank are in this together. That would make a lot more sense. I was using you all along, Frank. You know, I know you've got feelings for me. I know you want to find me, but if you want to forget me, here you go. That would make so much more sense. Maybe it isn't a bigger cut. I don't know. Unless she's had him in these trances all the time and stuff. Again, there's no indication of that, is there? There's no way to think that any recording she has behind that button is going to do anything. So yeah, she could put, she could make make a trance for you. Go and jump out the window and kill yourself or something like that. You know, right? Why well, trust her? Yeah, but also why even though it works? If it only works on five percent of the people, and we don't know for sure that he's even been in a trance, how does she know it will work? And it's not magic. This is something even with Simon, it took many times to do. Yeah, how would one session? fix that I mean, maybe just play it over and over again i don't know but it can't guarantee it so he could still come after her but it's like that playful cat and mouse thing at the end he's smiling kind of almost like oh she got me it's like i'm sure you've got a boss who you need to pay that money to your life is in danger now probably too uh yeah anyway but again it doesn't matter and it's a very rare occasion for me to not care about thinking about a film and because i i really enjoy it but this movie just felt really really empty man it I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't describe my dis- disappointment with it, to be yeah. honest. And the unreliable narrator, which has been now shifted. From... It's everyone is the un- unreliable narrator. Yeah, almost. but the primary one was Simon, and it's now been shifted to Elizabeth, mm. who's the only one who seems to know the whole story. Yeah. And I find her to be completely unreliable, so I don't know if any of what she has told us is true. Mm-hmm. And her idea of get the painting for the woman you left behind is a really poor choice of wording. Simon did not leave her behind. He never wanted to leave her behind. And once his memory started coming back, he wanted her again. Mm-hmm. The problem was the exact opposite. Yeah. If you just said, the woman you hurt, mm-hmm. at least that. But get this for the painting for the woman you left behind. He didn't leave you behind. No. Now, what would be interesting, filling in the gaps here, obviously, mm-hmm. Is if he did try, what if it was the opposite? What if Elizabeth was the one who got obsessed and jealous and he agreed to meet her and she had already been doing hypnosis and then she used it on him and she's completely turned the tables. It actually, to me, in my head, fits a bit better given how obviously manipulative and evil she is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so to me, that works better. 
but we don't get that. That's me filling that in. Most of what I do like about this movie, outside of like a couple of the performances and a few of the scenes, is mostly what I'm filling in. And that, to me, is kind of a weakness when it comes to a movie like this. It shouldn't be that. This shouldn't be vague. But to me, it is. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why it was worth us talking about, even though we didn't really like it. Would I see it again? No, I've already seen it twice, and twice is too much. <laughs> Once was plenty. And this this is going into my Danny Boyle dislike column. Gaps for the more gaps created.